Yeah, uh, hip hop and jazz. Uh, yeah, yeah, hip hop and jazz. Jazz, hip-hop, bond-like fusion Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving So for your amusement, we come to play A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade I get busy when I listen to this And relax when I hear Coltrane on sax In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious Monk anytime, day or night, week or month So don't try to front like it's something you don't want It's jazz music, y'all Yeah it's jazz I can music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz When it's played with the hip-hop beat hip-hop and jazz. The rhythm's got me moving, uh. grooving what? All up yeah. in this what? song hip-hop and jazz. What? Add a little hip-hop play It makes me wanna listen to it all night long Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to... 2023 first episode of the Backyard Barbecue Podcast, and I am your host, Eric Cool Breeze. I thank all of you for tuning in, those of you who are listening. This is the first podcast that I've did since two years ago. Um, there has been still a lot of feedback on the episodes that I did post. I would like to thank everybody who uh, whether it was new to you for the first time or whether you just rewatched the episodes that you liked a few times, I appreciate it for um, when I would look into my my email and see 20 new views or um, sometimes even if it was just one view, you know, it was letting me know that people were still out there looking at it on a consistent basis and that gave me a little more oomph, so to speak, to get everything rolling. Um, if you were tuned in two years ago, you would know that I was kind of hopping around a few different places trying to find a place that was suitable for the podcast. Uh, went from doing it at the house to doing it at the salon and currently still um, in a salon, so to speak. But actually, uh, we have a studio, so I am here for the first time in my podcast studio, uh, which has come along very nicely. It has a a bit of my touch to it, uh, or a lot lot bit of my touch to it, I should say. Um, And it's just better to vibe in. You know, everybody needs that that place where they can vibe and they can feel comfortable. And I want you all to feel comfortable with the setting, um, the guests that come, I want them to be comfortable, have some nice uh, seating, have some cigars here for you guys, have some drinks. Um, I would like to thank uh, Tasha from Promised Land Foods for providing the first set of drinks for um, my guests when they come about. And um, she sponsored that for the podcast. So thank you, Tasha from Promised Land Foods. And um, I'll be having a few other people that I'll be thanking as the weeks come along who also help put things together and get things rolling. Um, two years is a lot to catch up on, uh, both with with you all and the world. Um, a lot of stuff has been going on. Um, I know for me, my 
my oldest has moved moved out of the nest, and the second to oldest is in college now, um, his first year, and he is doing good. Both of them are are coming along, learning how to be young men in this world. Um, glad that I am still here on this earth to kind of watch them go through both the ups and the downs. Um, you know, when you're a kid, you just think that everything is just kind of cut and dry, you know. And those of us who have been, quote, unquote, adulting for a while, we're about ready to stop adulting. Um, I know I am. These bills and um, taking care of kids, this is all overrated. I could have I waited for all of this. <laughs> um, there is a lot. Um, well, first I'm going to go over what, um, for those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, this is an organic uh, podcast. Um, I wouldn't recommend that you listen to this while you have young kids in the car or at home. I, I'm i going to try not to, to get too, um, too out there, but... I do discuss a lot of topics that some people don't feel comfortable about talking about, but why why can't we talk about them? Um, topics such as nobody likes to talk about religion, nobody likes to talk about politics, um, a lot of issues that plague the black community, um, whether it be with um, education, wealth, um, <laughs> marriage, relationships, all of that. So we'll be discussing all of that. Speaking of money, um, in the next episodes to come, um, I will be giving you all some tips on a um, kind of at-home or anywhere type of residual income that you can check out. Um, currently, I am a um, there's a platform called Mexi Global. Um, you can go and check it out um, if you like. Um, I will be having a link in the upcoming episodes to my affiliate um, my affiliate link. And I'm also going to be having some classes um, for both those who are in the Chicagoland area as well as um, some remote classes for those of you who are not in Chicago. Um, I think that it is a good way for people to uh, you can start off with just a few dollars and learn how to do a little day trading and for the most part I mean it's it's very simple um, there's a lot of technical things that that exist in any platform when it comes to money but just to get started if you if you would like to just make an extra 50 to a hundred dollars a day we're talking about a matter of a, maybe an hour or two hours you know um, you can start the platform off with something as little as, <clears throat> excuse me, something as little as $5. Um, I played around with it when I first got started and just started off with $5, kind of made the five into seven, the seven into 10, you know, so forth, so on. But, um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, still currently using it still, um, I wanted to kind of learn as much as I could before I put it out to you all to say, hey, you know, hop on board, and then you have questions, and then I don't know what you're talking about. But, again, 
um, on the next feature episode, uh, which will be a live episode um, and more than likely with a guest. Um, that ep- those episodes will be aired on YouTube at Backyard Barbecue Podcast. And I believe that I'm still probably going to face, uh, I'm sorry, um, post some on Facebook as well. So uh, both platforms have the same um, information as far as to uh, watch them live. Um, you also can find this and more episodes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeart, uh, music radio um, and a few other places um, if uh, whatever your favorite um, streaming app is in terms of music and podcasts I'll be there and if I'm not there then you let me know and I'll make sure that I get there if you need to email me with anything it's coolbreeze at backyardbarbecuepodcast.com um Maybe you have suggestions or maybe you would like to be a guest on the show. Um, We do have the capabilities of streaming you in um, or taking phone calls and um, just still having good, healthy dialogue. Um, There's so many conversations that I wish to have over the the course of time. It's it's crazy. Um, I know that the biggest thing that I've I've heard over the last couple of years in terms of podcasts, is there are a lot of relationship podcasts going on. Um, the thing that I just didn't understand um, <laughs> with some of these relationship podcasts is that most of the people that have the conversations are not people that's in relationships or people that's ever been married. That's um, always been interesting to me. Um, some friends of mine were just having we were all just having a discussion and maybe I just had this this conversation with you all real quick um for men of course we're the ones that are taking the women out um and a lot of men feel like that first date and and I'm I'm stressing the word purposely the first date um, sometimes they spend a lot of money on it. And so there was a gentleman that commented on a pie. No, it was a, um, I think it was just a Facebook post. He commented on the Facebook post and said that, hey, first dates should go Dutch. And I was talking to some friends, and there was some back and forth. I mean, we went back and forth about this for about an hour or two. And my perspective was, I remember years ago when my mom was still alive and I was young, um, I was speaking to her about how much money I was spending going on first dates. And she said something to me that kind of stuck with me in terms of dating, which was what you're calling a first date isn't even a date. So Let's give a little example that's kind of away from a dating subject. So your car starts having some problems, right? And you take it in and for them to look at it. And 
they call you and tell you that your car is ready, that they fixed the problem. Well, you were just taking it in there for to get an estimate to see what the problem was, how much they was going to charge you, and if you were interested in allowing that particular auto shop to even do the work. Dating is kind of the same. Um, people call it a first date, but it's really not a date. It's really a encounter. It's a first encounter. And the two of you all are trying to see if you want to start dating. You know, I think that a lot of confusion comes into play when you call it a first date. Um, when you haven't got to the point where you found out that you were even interested in dating this person. Because when you start dating somebody, then you are putting more energy and time into and resources into the date. For men, um, maybe that's spending a little bit more money or maybe that's taking you to a place that he normally might not just take anybody else. Um, but if those first dates are full of that, if first dates are full of expensive restaurants, um, you know, things that, that are costing more money, then men are going to have that complaint. Um, for women, I would suggest, um, I know like on Candace and I first encounter, although we had went to school together, we had never been around each other outside of school, uh, nor did we probably have any conversations at school, now that I think about it. Um, but anyway, uh, we met up at this little cafe type of place. Um, it was, they served, I think we had some soup and maybe, you know, just something to drink. Um, and... The bill wasn't that much, but there also wasn't any expectations after it. Um, for women, I would think that any woman that's seriously in a situation where she's trying to date, that that first encounter would be okay with you and not going someplace expensive because nowadays most men who are going to take you out and they take you out on the first date and it's expensive, most of them are going to be expecting something. And we all know what they're going to be expecting. Um, not to say that you're obligated to do that, but it's just it's just the way that this dating world out here has changed. But if you go buy me a coffee or I buy my own coffee and like the gentleman said, hey, we go Dutch, maybe it's not a problem going to going Dutch because... Hey, we went to the donut shop, and um, I got a donut, you got a donut, and either the guy paid for both or the woman said, hey, I don't even want you to think that you owe me anything, so I'll pay for the the donut and the, uh, the soda. So it's just something to think about, you know, first encounter versus the first date, you know. Um, and then once you once you do that and you find out, hey, I think I do want to go out on an actual date with this guy and see what he's about. Um, 
and let's just say you guys start dating. It's it's a process. I I've heard a lot of women talk about how long they've been with with a guy. Oh, I've been with this guy five years. I've been with this guy seven years. He wasted my time. Uh, this guy, he wasn't right. I found out after seven years that blah, blah, blah. You need to set yourself some some boundaries and some limitations. I was talking to um, a friend of mine, and I asked her the question about what was her breaking point. You know, um, if you're looking to date someone and actually and it actually has some meaning behind it, meaning that there's a um, you're dating with a purpose, meaning that you want to get married or maybe you're just looking for a partner, you know, um, because nowadays marriage isn't always the final stop for everybody. So we'll just explore the two, whether you're dating with a purpose in terms of having or finding a life partner, or if you're dating to find someone to actually marry. Both of those are serious situations. So clearly, it can't just be about sex. So if you want to get married or you want to find this life partner for yourself, then there has to be some goals. What's your breaking point? When is enough enough? Meaning that every relationship is going to go through their flawed up and down situations. We're not talking about you guys got in an argument because he went and brought the wrong detergent. You know, you don't be using um, extra. You use gain. And, you know, he know you don't use that cheap stuff. And no offense if you're using that extra, but if you is, your clothes probably not getting that clean. But that's a whole other topic. Um, (laughs) And we're talking about serious confrontations. So um, let's just say that you all always have continuous um, arguments about money or you have arguments about infidelity. And it happens once. Okay. You know, you get cheated on once. Maybe you're the type that could take getting cheated on once, you know. Or maybe you felt like it was a reason um, that you contributed to the reason why this person did step out. What's your limitations on that? I know some women, um, and nowadays some men too, they have a low bar when it comes to, or no bar when it comes to infidelities or uh, maybe their mates lying to them. Um, They have a zero tolerance. And so no one can knock you for having a zero tolerance about anything. However, you should have some sort of tolerance to not to not know <clears throat> excuse me to not know your breaking point in a situation is the problem to not have already guidelines for yourself to say that I'm not going to allow this person to treat me like this this and this that's a problem because if you don't know then they're surely not going to going to going to know or care, you know, 
if if you've never expressed to me that these are your dislikes, and if you ever did this to me, this will probably be it, it. It'll be over. There's no if ands and buts about it. So if you don't have any boundaries for this person, then the field is clear. You know. They're going to do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, and how they want to do it. Because there are no boundaries in, in the situation. There's nothing to, if you, if your child, if you have children and your child doesn't know that um, some of us that are millenniums, there's things that we know that our um, parents just wasn't going to go for. Like, this generation, they can ask questions like, you can say, hey, go sit down over there. Why? With us, now I'm 42. If the word, if that word ever came out of my mouth, out of my mouth, why? I might not even be sitting here talking to you all right now because it just would have probably been end of life. <laughs> and um, I know a lot of people that can relate to that situation. <clears throat> but again, that was boundaries that were set by our parents. To let us know that, hey, when it comes to this, I'm not going to play with you. And when it comes to that, hey, I might give you a little leniency, you know. Hey, you was came home from school a little late because you was, you know, just playing around with the other kids a little too much. Huh. You know, I can give you a little leeway with that. But... Uh, you're not going to talk back to me in my house. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And you're not going to do that. So boundaries made us have healthy relationships with our parents. So in turn, you should also think that there needs to be boundaries and rules and regulations set on your relationships so that they can thrive as well, so that you can have healthy relationships. Um There's a, um, I mentioned to you all earlier about the trading app, um, day trading app called Mexi. Um, even in finance, um, on the day trading app, there's a section where once you enter uh, into this, this trade, which will, for purposes of this conversation, we'll call it this relationship. Once you enter into this relationship, they have what is called a stop loss, meaning that um, maybe you you put a hundred dollars on this trade, but you don't want to lose more than ten dollars. So you can manually put into the system a stop loss order, and when that trade gets to ten dollars, then it pulls all the rest of your money out. You're you, you're going to lose the ten, uh, but you're not going to lose too much more than that. You know, maybe ten dollars and twenty-five cents or something like that. You know, maybe. You know, um, but even in, in in that particular example, there's a pullout. There's also a um, a point in time in the market where the market isn't going down significantly and is not going up significantly either. And they call that trading sideways or the market is consolidating. So it's not doing anything similar to a relationship that's not failing, but is also not profiting anybody. 
you know, how long do you stay in a situation like that? Do you wait to see how long it's going to be trading sideways or consolidating? Or do you cut your losses and say, hey, look, I don't – we kind of been in the same uh, place for a while. We're not We're not moving anywhere. I don't want to stick around to see if we do move, but it's a year from now, or we decline – and it's a year from now, so I'm just going to cut my losses. You know, set some parameters. You know, know when, when, um, um, in your mind, when you're going to be done. You know, um, in trading, they teach you not to make emotional decisions about things. So, one way to not make emotional decisions in in relationships is to already have your ducks in a row, so to speak. Already have what it is that you're going to do, you're not going to do, what you're going to put up with, what you're not going to put up with, how much of you you're going to give to this person and how much you're willing to receive back. And if those conditions are not met, then move on. You know, there are so many wasted, so much wasted time sometimes in relationships because of just people just sticking in there for nothing. I mean, there's sometimes there's not even a kid that's involved to say that, oh, I'm just sticking around for the kid. It's just that they're just there. It's like they don't they don't have anything else to do. There's this is the last person that's on earth and I'm just gonna try to make it work with them. Man, move around. Go ahead and find you somebody else. Or just know that it's okay to be by yourself. You know, learn yourself. Um, I've heard people that talk about getting out of toxic relationships that they have been in and um, for years. You know, hey, I was in a toxic relationship with somebody for 10 years. And then um, six months later, um, they're in a relationship with someone else. There's no way in the world that you could be in a toxic relationship for 10 years and then in six months you're okay. Because let's just be fair. Let's just say that the first five years was, was cool, you know. And then um, year five, it started kind of breaking off a little bit. So we'll give it a year and a half uh, on the break off. You know, slowly but surely things start changing. And then those last three and a half years, it just really just – that's when it reached this point of toxicity. And you felt like you just just barely got out of there by tooth and nail. Well, if you've been through a period of being in a toxic relationship with someone, maybe they was abusive to you, whether the abuse was physical or mental or emotional, um, and you're no longer the person your friends and family notice that you're no longer that person that you used to be. If it took three and a half years to get to that point, guess how long it's going to take for you to get back? About the same amount of time, three and a half years. So two things with that. That's why it's important not to even get yourself into that type of situation where you begin to be in a toxic relationship to start with, you know. Not to say that it just can't happen, but it's generally signs 
with anything to say that things are not going in the direction that you want them to go. A lot of times they might ignore the signs. Oh, you know, I, I don't want to be too critical. You should be critical because this is your life. You only have one life. It's not like you can start this one over and go and, you know, just start back over. You have to be very cautious with your life. And you shouldn't really care about um, who's getting upset about what you're doing and the decisions that you're making about your life because it's yours. And the people that are acting like they they care but really don't, those are the people that will be talking behind your back later to the rest of your friends saying, I, I knew she should have got out of there. I knew, I knew it, you know. Uh, I just didn't say nothing. <laughs> you know, but now they're talking now. That's a whole other topic. We'll, we'll discuss some topics like that later on down the line with some more people. Um, I'm not going to stay on this for too long, um, but I would like to invite anyone that um, is willing to be a guest, whether it's through um, similar to Zoom or it can be Zoom, um, video video calling as well as um, just telephone calling. Uh, we can patch you in. We can have some good conversations over a nice uh, some of this nice whiskey that Tasha from Promised Land Foods got. I'm looking forward to, to breaking it open and having a couple of sips and having some laughs. And, you know, we're going to have a good time on here, y'all. We're going we gonna to have some laughs. Um, we're going to try not to cry too much, but sometimes, hey, you need to cry so that you can laugh again, you know. But looking forward to having some good conversations with you all. Looking forward to you all telling other people, expanding the network. Um, I really would like this just to be an outlet for um, not only myself, but also for all of you all, you know. Um, sometimes we just have a lot going on, and sometimes we just need to talk about it. And sometimes we need to talk about things that we don't even want to talk about or we never even thought about because solutions lie in those places. You know, we can't just keep walking around with in the same type of uh, mentality and thinking that things are going to change for us. And so I... I have built this podcast for us, you know, um, and for us to evolve, for us to help one another. Um, and I hope that um, you all are on the same page with me. And I look forward to seeing all of you, um, hearing from all of you, whether it's in the comments, whether it's in the email, telephone calls, whatever, you know. Um, Please like the page so that it can be spread to, to more um, around to more people. Please tell your friends and your family, you know. Um, and I will be seeing you all and talking to you all real soon. Enjoy your week. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the relaunch of the Backyard Barbecue Podcast. And I will be talking with you all next week, next Monday. And you all have a good rest of your week, and see you soon. Thank you.